Hi, I'm Dan Valero Fletcher. This week I wanted to give a quick shout out to all the amazing filmmakers and podcasters we met this past week at the Austin Film Festival, especially 1865, Mission Rejected, and Things Unsaid. Audio dramas like The Luchador are part of a really small community, one we're really happy to be a part of. So if you have an audio drama or any podcast, really, please do find us on the socials at The Luchador Pod and say hi. We should be friends. Everyone else listening, um, if this is the first audio drama you've ever heard, go find more. There's really something out there for everyone. But first, we should check back in with our champion, El Fuego Fuerte, the luchador. Mexico City, generations of masked wrestlers known as luchadores have been the heroes of the people. From the noble technicos to the cheating rudos, when called upon, these athletic, whip-smart warriors will set aside the rivalries of the ring to keep their city safe from the dangers of this world and beyond. Of all the luchadores of all ages past, none were as brave or as strong as El Fuego Fuerte, the mighty champion of Mexico City. These are his battles. These are the thousand fights of El Fuego Fuerte, the luchador. El Fuego Fuerte contra las Mujeres Vampiras, Chapter 3, Last Week. El Fuego Fuerte's crusade against the diabolical coven of vampire women was nearly cut short when he was held up at gunpoint by shadowy underworld figures interested in fellow luchador, el hijo del Lobo Sangre. Lobo himself came to Fuerte's aid, but would still not assist in the hunt for the vampire women. Plucky Museum assistant Maria Amaya was able to provide vital information about the vampire's Aztec origins but not in time for Fuerte to stop the murders of an upstart luchadora tag team. Disguised as their victims, the vampires squared off with Fuerte in the ring, and the queen sunk her fangs into Fuerte's neck. It seems the end has come for our brave champion. The match has been called off. Something terrible has befallen El Fuego Fuerte. Our champion is prone on the mat. Let my poison flow through you, Fuego Fuerte. Soon your eyes will open to all the nine wars of night. <clears throat> I can't let that happen. I refuse to be your tool of evil. You think you have a choice? You can't even get your shoulders off the mat. <laughs> <clears throat> You are not the first to underestimate my will! Maria Maya breaks through the crowd and jumps a barricade to the ring, but the other vampire blocks her way. Don't even think about it, chica. El Fuego Fuerte is ours. Come on, Fuerte! Get up! Don't make it easy for them! <clears throat> Maria, get back! I don't know if I can! It's happening! He's turning! No! Summoning a strength deep inside himself, Fuerte rolls off his back and powers himself up onto a knee. This is impossible! Stay down! Just try and finish me off. I dare you! Digging deep, Fuego Fuerte rises back to his feet, his back straight, his head high. You fool! Before she can strike again, a tribe of luchadores rush out from the locker room towards the ring. 
Their sights set on the vampire women. You can't resist my bite forever, Fuego Fuerte. Whether tonight, tomorrow, or on your deathbed, you will be ours. In the meantime, I'll tide myself over with this. The vampire queen slides out of the ring to the timekeeper's table and grabs the golden championship belt where Fuerte had left it. She summons her compatriot to follow, and the two disappear into the crowd before the luchadores can catch them. Maria Amaya climbs into the ring and helps Fuego Fuerte as he falls back against the ropes, his strength failing him. That vampire is right. I won't be able to fight this off forever. <clears throat> Don't lose heart, Fuerte. My father should be able to help. I'm not hurting for heart. I am indeed burning with vengeance for the now three luchadores I fear have been lost to the Siwateteo. Not to mention the gold championship belt, sacred to the luchadores, with a lineage going back generations. Who am I to call myself a champion if I can't keep it safe? <clears throat> My body, however, does not seem to want to cooperate. Maria, we should hurry back to the museum. I'll bring a car around. In the rafters, high above the arena, El Hijo de Lobo Sangre watches as Maria Amaya helps Fuego Fuerte from the ring. Fuerte, you fool. You've really done it now. Lobo Sangre, I summoned the entire locker room to go deal with those vampires. Where in all the nine hells were you? Called away on business, Prima. The duplicitous promoter of that night's entertainment, Prima Venganza, joins Lobo Sangre in his perch. I thought you were Dying to get out in front of the crowd. I'm not some dog for you to send out after some otherworldly menace. My wrestlers are dying. These are investments I don't like losing. But since you only have a 10% stake in me, you seem in no hurry to give me my debut match. Your impatience will be your downfall, Lobo. If you must know, I had you scheduled to make your debut on next week's card. Another magnificent tag team attraction of my own devising. You'd saddle me with a partner on my own debut? Who wouldn't want to see El Fuego Fuerte partner with the young upstart who wears the mask of his former greatest rival? You couldn't possibly. I'd partner with El Fuego Fuerte in my very first match? If he survives until next week, that is. That fool! These vampires could have ruined everything. I have my heart set on that match, Lobo Sangre. So listen very closely as I'm charging you, loyal mutt, to see that El Fuego Fuerte makes it to next week's match in one piece. <laughs> so I'm charged with protecting your investment? You are as dastardly as they have said, Prima. You don't know the half of it. Let me make this clear. Either you debut next week alongside Fuego Fuerte, or you never debut at all. At the Mexico City Museum, kindly curator Señor Jesus Amaya pours over a stack of dusty books from behind a pair of ill-balanced spectacles. His loyal parrot, Jose, watches from a nearby perch. Nothing in here will help my daughter Maria with that tricky vampire situation. Vampire! Who could that possibly be at this hour? The night's lucha couldn't have ended this early, so it wouldn't be my daughter. Oh dear. 
I have a feeling I might know exactly who it could be. Vampire! Quiet, Jose. If it is so, we can't let them suspect we know anything. I'm coming. Some patience for an old man. Now, Jose, two important things I've learned about the Sihuatateo so far. One, they can't enter a room unless you welcome them in. Two, as servants of the Lords of Night, they should be powerless against certain Aztec artifacts here in our collection. Note this crucifix here, Jose. All the arcane symbols carved into it? These vampires might think they're coming after a weak old man, but they've got another thing coming. Weak old man! Weak old man! Silencio! The brave Senora Maya holds the ancient weapon behind his back and opens the door. Sure enough, the third dastardly vampire woman is there waiting for him. Excuse me, senor. My car broke down a few blocks away and I was hoping you had a telefono I could use. That's so. And I suppose your sisters are out waiting in that car? Sisters? I'm all by myself, senor. It's such a cold night. Por favor, won't you let me in? Normally this museum is open to any needy soul with a thirst for knowledge, but I will say unequivocally that on this night, you will not, under no circumstances, come in. Come in! Come in! Why, thank you, kind bird. Don't mind if I do. To the horror of Senora Maya, the Siwateteo steps across the threshold and into the museum. Jose, you fool! I think Jose is wonderful. Though I'm afraid he won't be able to protect you any better than that silly artifact behind your back, Senora Maya. Stand back, vile creature of the pit! This crucifix is imbued with the power of the eagle and will ward against your kind of dark spirit. <laughs> Perhaps my wise queen was overly concerned. Your knowledge of our old ways is woefully incomplete. Senora Maya holds the crucifix out in front of him, but the vampire reaches out with a finger, and the artifact crumbles to dust at her touch. But how? No matter. I have a museum full of knowledge at my disposal. Soon enough, I'll find what will undo your wicked powers. And my queen believes the same. Stand still. This will be incredibly painful. It is not only knowledge you must fear. My family is part of an ancient line of warriors. Even my daughter doesn't know everything we are capable of. Oh, you amuse me, old man. Too bad you're not fit to join our army, and thus, not worthy of my fight. The vampire picks up a nearby stone tablet and cracks it across Senora Maya's skull. Jose, the foolish parrot, can only watch from the corner as the old man crumbles helpless to the floor. Minutes later, Maria drives up to the museum and helps the wounded Fuego Fuerte from the back seat. Let's get you inside. My father will know what to do. Mm. My body seems to be learning how to handle the vampire's poison. <clears throat> I don't know how long I can keep it up, but at least I should be able to get myself inside under my own power. Oh, that's good, but... Uh-oh. The door to the museum is hanging open. There's no way my father wouldn't have locked it at this hour. Maria, I can go inside alone if you wish. I don't want you to confront any danger beyond what you are ready for. Hey, that's my father in there. I don't care if there's a hundred vampires waiting for us. Well, I might. In my current condition, I might not be able to fight off any more than ten or twelve. Oh, very funny. Let's hurry. There he is! 
Oh no, he's not moving. Let me get a closer look. Fuego Fuerte kneels down to check on the gravely wounded old man. From the corner of his eye, he knows that the museum has been ransacked. He's alive. But he must be taken to Mexico City Hospital immediately. Poor father. And all his books and notes are missing. Those see what the tail didn't want him finding out anything he shouldn't. Hi, look, his lips are moving. Vampire. I can barely make out what he's saying. Vampire! <whistles> Vampire! Ah, oh, that's Jose, my father's parrot. He must have heard everything. So at least one vampire was here. But are they still? That answers that question. Maria, can you get your father to the hospital? A minute ago, you could barely stand. Every minute these vampires run free could mean another someone's father laid low on a cold tile floor. Besides, something tells me that the second I give up is when that vampire poison reaches my heart and mind, and I meet a fate no hospital in the world can prevent. Okay, then go and hurry. I can get my father to my car. El Fuego Fuerte hurries through the museum towards the sounds caused by the straggling vampire. <clears throat> Oye! Stop where you are! Fuerte continues his pursuit out of the museum into the same alley where he was attacked once before. He sees just a glimpse of the vampire's heel as she rounds the corner towards the street. Fuerte sprints blindly. <clears throat> Fuerte moves so fast. He doesn't see the headlights of the car barreling right towards him. Fuerte takes a breath as the car stops just inches in front of him. However, a familiar mask leans out from behind the windshield of the cherry red convertible. Thought I'd find you here again, Fuerte. Get in. I saw which way she went. Lobo, since this is a chase, I know better than to ask questions. There's a heater in the glove compartment. I'll pull alongside, and you can get a good shot. If you can handle the wheel, I can handle the rest. My way. Whatever you say, champ. You're not looking too hot, by the way. Bite on the neck have something to do with it? Drive. Up ahead, Lobo and Fuerte see the third vampire, depositing her spoils from the museum in the back of an unmarked delivery van. Ah, oh, they've found us. Floor it, my queen. So it's going to be that kind of chase. The vampire woman throws herself in the back of the van as it peels out. Lovo closes the distance between them. Fuerte spies that the vampire queen herself is at the wheel. Stop the van, Siwatete! You can't escape from us this time. You really want to try this again, Fuego Fuerte? <laughs> it didn't end so well last time. Lovo, stay alongside them. I'm going to jump. Use the heater, you dope. The gas. They've not brought any weapons into this battle so far. A Technico is never the first to introduce a foreign object. Jesus Cristo! Keeping you alive is gonna be harder than I thought. You'll let these vampires get away and chow down on half of Mexico City rather than break some obtuse moral code. The world is infinitely complex, Lobo Sangre. Without a framework of ethics to fall back on, a man would go mad with indecision where a code may seemingly fall short in one particular situation. Over the span of time, if you stay true, I have found it leaves one with a sense that you have lived as correctly as possible amid the chaos. All right, my sister, blow them away. There's your foreign object, Fuerte. That vampire dame can't aim for squat, but she'll hit us eventually. Things have indeed changed. From the passenger seat, 
The last vampire woman levels a Tommy gun at Lobo Sanders convertible. Lobo, keep the wheel steady. Sure, but you make sure I don't catch a bullet through my mask. Fuerte pops open the glove compartment and grabs Lobo's loaded 22. He takes aim at the vampire woman with her Tommy gun and pulls the trigger. My queen, if you could please drive more carefully, this modern weapon... Ah, he already has received my bites. We only need to lose him. Shot any of them yet? I don't find much use for guns in the lucha ring. My sister, throw the books from the museum out the window. Get them off our backs. Is that wise, my queen? <sighs> if you deprive them of their scholar like you said, it is a calculated risk. What about the gold wrestling belt you stole? Should I toss that as well? No! It is essential to our plan! Alright, just the books then. Fortis, did you see that? They just dumped something out the back. That looked like the books from the museum. Those should hold the keys to defeating these vampiras once and for all. Then nuts to getting shot at. Let's go get those books. Don't let up on that gas, Lobo. Like you said, these vampires are too dangerous to let out of our sight. Innocent lives are at risk. I'm innocent, but I'm feeling pretty at risk myself. That didn't work! Those luchadores haven't let up. Ah, damn that fuego fuerte! That's it! My weapon has expired! I think they're out of bullets. We have them now. Alright, if you're still crazy enough to jump. I am. El Hijo de Lobo Sangre brings a convertible in line with the van. The Vampire Queen hisses from behind the wheel. El Fuego Fuerte prepares to make the leap, but from out of nowhere, a black cab screeches towards them, sideswiping the convertible with a squeal of metal on metal. I'm spinning out! Lobo pulls Fuerte back before he's thrown from the car. They spin and crash into a pile of garbage bins. What was that? Who attacked them? Who cares? We must remain focused on our mission. The van full of vampire women drives off into the night. Fuerte and Lobo barely have time to get their bearings inside the wrecked convertible. A trio of black cars surround them, from which a dozen armed goons emerge with their weapons aimed at the pair of dazed luchadores. It feels like we've been here before, Lobo. No fighting our way out of this one. Too damn many of them. Sorry, masked boys. You're coming with us. Somewhere in the darkest hours of the night, El Fuego Fuerte and El Hijo de Lobo Sangre find themselves bound and hooded in that same shadowy warehouse Lobo was in before. The same sinister man sits behind the desk, his face hidden. Take the hoods off them. If you had any honor, you'd untie us and tell us who you are. Fuerte, trust me. You know who this is. No puede ser. It, it couldn't be. He's really- Let's get to the matter at hand, shall we? El Fuego Fuerte. You might be surprised to learn that Lobo here is already on my payroll. But I have a, <laughs> a business proposition for you both. Is that what this is? You have my number. Why all these theatrics? El Fuego Fuerte is a hard man with a busy calendar. And you, Lobo. Who can really tell where your loyalties lie these days? Tell me your offer then, and prepare to be disappointed in my answer. Next week, 
You two have a <laughs> tag team match against mystery opponents. That other team, <laughs> they are my new golden boys. They're your golden boys? You thought that was you? <laughs> but seeing as my new boys are only as good as who they've beaten, what better than to beat two of the most legendary names in all of Lucha, even if one of those names is a hand-me-down. <laughs> and they're definitely going to win because you, yes, you are going to let them do it. You two-faced monster. Does Prima know about this? Prima Verganza runs a legitimate Lucha Federation. She never stoops so low as the likes of me. I'd sooner die than betray my people and my sport by laying down in that ring. I figured you might say something like that. And death, by the way, looks rather close to you, Fuego Fuerte. What with that bite on your neck? Boys, bring them out. I admit I was scratching my head thinking of the way to bend the mighty champion of Mexico City to my will. But then my boys picked these hill books out of the gutter along the route of that high-speed pursuit that you were having with those vampire moles. Those belong to the museum! And yet, they'll stay right here by my side. Some juicy info in these dusty old tomes. This isn't a game. Lives are at stake. That they are. I'm making this perfectly clear fuego fuerte. Either you and Lobo Sangre throw your lucha match next week or I burn these here books and let those vampire women tear this city apart. What's it gonna be? Will Fuego Fuerte destroy his wrestling career and sell his soul to the devil? What foul pursuits are the vampire women scheming after with the gold championship belt? Did Maria Amaya get her father to the Mexico City Hospital in time? And before the vampire poison exhaust him, will Fuerte discover the secret to destroying this malevolent coven of Cihuateteos? Find out next time on the Thousand Fights of El Fuego Fuerte, The Luchador. The Luchador. 1,000 Fights of El Fuego Fuerte was created, written, and produced by Daniel Valero Fletcher. Produced by Brandon Kendall. Sound engineering and editing by Michael Mason. Sound design by David Magadan. Original music by Michael Mason. This week's special guest star is Dan Housen as Diego Dedos. Starring Jeffrey Tito Sainz as El Fuego Fuerte, Arash Devand as El Hijo de Lobo Sangre, Natalie Jimenez as Maria Amaya, Alexander Matute as the narrator, Brenda Gutierrez as the Vampire Queen, Katrina Clark as Vampire Say, Emily Tichawa as Vampire Ome, Harrison Roth as the Man in Shadow. Harrison Pearl as Senora Maya, Michael Rousselet as Jose the Parrot, Kathleen Jacinto as Prima Venganza. Now, for everyone in El Fuego Fuerte's Luchador Crime Club, this week's secret word is champion. Email the secret word each week 
to giveaway at theluchadorpod.com for another entry to win two tickets to see AEW Revolution Live. Follow us on social media at The Luchador Pod. And please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and make sure you are subscribed to us on Spotify or wherever you listen. It's the best way to help more people find our show. Thank you for listening.